Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Creator Podcast. I forgot what we were called there. With your <laughs> hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. It's been so long since we've recorded together. Yeah. It's, just, it's all gone out the window. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to be covering off some news that we've missed or have been away for um, over the last kind of, not for the last kind of three, four weeks, but the last maybe week or so. Um, including Epcot, Elon Musk, Universal, and a few other bits and pieces as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. I mean, let's let's start with Epcot, shall we? Because, mm. you know, that's, that's where people would expect me to go first. I was so going to say, it's only natural, isn't it? Let's not disappoint them. Um, so they, this week, have opened, well, last week, I suppose, as we record, uh, World Celebration Gardens, which is, just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it. if anything, it's surprisingly short. Yeah, for a, for a modern Disney name. Yeah, that is true. Um, it's had mixed reviews, shall we say. Okay. I've, I don't know how many pictures you've seen of it, but I, from what from what I've seen, and again, I'm like, I'm happy to be proved wrong. I've been proved wrong in Epcot before when actually being there in person. So like neither of us have been to Epcot since it has opened, but it looks really pants during the day. But absolutely stunning at night, from what I can see. Yeah, what with all the lighting and everything like that. Like, and it syncs up to Spaceship Earth as yeah. well. It looks yeah. amazing. But during the day, it looks like it doesn't it, look anything special. It looks like one of those setups at like B and Q when they're showing you like what you can put in your garden. <laughs> or Home Depot for any American listeners. Yeah, Home Depot or IKEA for any Americans. It it just looks really cheap. I think during the day. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, 100% at night, like, it looks amazing. The only issue is that 70 80% of the year, the most nighttime value you're getting out of Epcot is about an hour. It's only really this oh, time, well, given, of, yeah, given yeah. when the sun goes down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's only really this time of year where, you know, the sun goes down quite early that you're getting two hours, maybe, maybe three if you're lucky. I think the light's... I take it the lights come on when it is dark. It's not a case of they come on when the show starts or when Spatial Earth no, starts. No, I think it's when it when it, yeah when it starts to get dark. But I mean, okay. even when it starts to get dark, you're not getting the real value out of it until it's properly dark. Yeah, yeah. But it does look good. Yeah, no. In 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 the dark, it does. The picture that I've seen, it looks really really good. Um, I got the impression that they they got these like pillars 
these light yeah. pillars. Yeah. And were they were they multicolored to begin with, and then they've just changed them to be white? No, they were multicolored. Um, you are p- p- partially right. They were okay. multicolored. Then they went white. Then they went back to multicolored. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, I believe that they sync with Special Perth as well, as does the floor. Right. Okay. Because I saw somebody comment on Twitter saying, "Yeah, they, when they were just white, it was better because it was it made everything clearer for like walking around and things like that." Well, it, I, yeah, but it's not pitch black, is it? I mean, let's be honest. No, they look better multicolored. <laughs> but I can understand it being jarring if you're like walking along and the lights change color and all of a sudden if it changes to like a blue or a red, it's not going to be like as easy to see as you're as you're walking around. I don't care if people are tripping over down. They, it looks better with, when it's different colours. <laughs> Safety out the window, just as long as I mean, it looks good. I mean, the park opened in 1982. I think we need to go back to those safety standards. And, you know, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I genuinely think at night, fantastic. During the day, I mean, it's such a shame because I think this area was meant to be Tony Stark's house. Uh yes, what the thingy floating in the sky? Yeah, I mean thing. it's not like it's not Tony. It wasn't Tony Stark's house, but it looked like no. Tony Stark's house. It was yeah. kind of like the festival center kind of thing where where you could go up. I'm assuming there would have been a bar in there, and you could have a drink. You could look over World Showcase, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it got massively downgraded to a few benches with a couple of lanterns hanging from it. And basically like, the same thing. Basically the, the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. And like a, a, a bit on the side, which apparently is already rusty. And if you sit on it, then the rust transfers to you. Oh, I saw that. I mean, surely the rust is by design, right? That's a that's a stylistic choice. But it's odd, though, isn't it? It's an odd choice given the rest of the theming of that area, which is yeah. all like modern and clean and that sort of thing. And then you have like this really rusty bench. They it's look like, really bad as well. It's I don't, I don't know if it looks bad, but it just looks out of place. Yeah, but you can't sit on it. I that does seem like a fault. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're not actually. So apparently, they don't look like benches because it's like the circular bit round the edge. Okay. But when an, an Imagineer was asked, like, has that been designed for people to sit on? They were like, yes, yes, it has. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Only if you've got rusty um, looking trousers, though. <laughs> But yeah, yeah may, I don't know. Maybe because it was new, like the I don't know. Yeah, it seems a bit. It seems a bit weird. I I saw a tweet about it, sort of leaving rust marks, but I never saw a picture. No, there were lots of people asking for pictures of rusty pants. Yeah, and I'm kind of like I'm a little bit skeptical if if they're saying it, but they're not showing a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, because they reply going, "I'm not going to show you my rusty pants," and everyone was like, "Show the rusty pants." Yeah, if it, it feels like. I don't know. I don't know. It makes you wonder how bad it is. Trousers, by the way, for anyone in the UK, we're not saying that anyone's walking around in their dropping their their drawers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. I was just. I was a little bit skeptical. I'm kind of like, well, if it is, you would show a picture of it. I feel like. Yeah, I certainly would, and then Disney would be replacing the pants. Surely. You would have thought so. So it does. I do. I do wonder, like, to what extent Mm. it. It's kind of if it is coming off to like to what extent it is. And I think the other thing with this, I was <clears throat> a little bit disappointed with is is in the community there was um, a video with I would say quite a young Imagineer. She's probably in her like 
mid twenties, I would say, okay. is my guess. And she 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 missaid a word, and everyone on in on this Twitter like piled into her, going, "Oh, this is imagineering now, blah, blah, terrible." It's like, well, she didn't design like she didn't have the budget to design this. I'm assuming what happened is Chapek or Iger, possibly both, said, "Yeah, you can't build that anymore. This is the budget you've got. This is what you need to do." Yeah, yeah. What what did she say that was wrong? Do you remember? I can't remember. It was it it was something to do with um what Walt Disney said. Oh, okay, okay. What's well, so yeah, like yeah. a quote that she got wrong? You know how people were defensive over that kind of stuff. Yeah. Everyone's complaining about where Walt Disney sat as well, because he's not in the center. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and then they were they, she was asked about that, and she was like, "Well, no one sits in the center, and I don't think Walt Disney would have sat in the center. And actually, if you sit next to him on either side, the photo looks really good because you're right. in the center." Okay. Okay. Oh, what? So oh, so they're saying it's he's not in the center of the bench. Yeah, he's like to the left quite a bit. Okay. And, I, mean, I mean, her answer was a bit like, I think she should have led with, well, if you sit next to him on this side, it's a fantastic photo. Not with, oh, well, if Walt Disney had still been here, he would have sat on the left. It's like, <laughs> I think I think they push this a little bit too far sometimes. Yeah, that's a bit of a weird comment. I mean, I, I, if I, I think it looks, if anything, I think it would look more natural if not being sat in the dead centre. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I think that's you know, what she was trying to say. Yeah, it does. It does feel like it would be a more natural position than just generally for somebody to sit rather than sitting bang in the center. Yeah, it's it's quite funny because we've been watching the the second season of Behind the Attraction, and oh, yeah. every episode they're like, "Oh, this is what Walt would have wanted," or the reason that we that we make great food at, at Walt Disney World is because Walt loved food, and then like ten minutes later they're like, "Walt didn't really eat anything other than like really basic food." It's like, which is it? <laughs> I mean, that feels that's very loose, isn't it? It's like, well, the reason you do good food is because then otherwise people will complain and they wouldn't be buying the food. Yeah, I mean, they, like, they, they, it's funny because they do make, make him out. Obviously, it's a Disney made show. They yeah. make him out to be some kind of god, and it, it's quite funny because they're like, oh, he had a, a list on his fridge that his like cook, like housekeeper would would use, and it's like really like classic American home cooked things like hot dogs and chili and things like that. And then they bring up the list on screen for a split second and it's got like oysters on it. <laughs> and they don't mention that. <laughs> They're like, oh, what was just, what, what was a real American, like home man? And it's like, yeah, yeah. he was a man of the people, you know. Yeah, a man of the people. Like, I'm not sure he was actually. <laughs> he did some good things, did some bad things. Let's not pretend he was perfect. I mean, oysters are good to be fair, but. I will agree to disagree. Yeah, you can. I mean, that's just you disagreeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, alongside the new area, we've got, mm. we've got a new map featuring everyone's favourite purple dragon. You can't yeah. say no to that, can you? Sorry, you can't say... No to that, unless you prefer uh, Spike, of course. I, I, I just feel like... It's not the best. It's obviously it's the it's the meet and greet version. Yes, I just feel like it would be better if it was just the anim if like if it was a, you know, an animated figment. Yeah, not the kind of slightly odd looking. Well, I will say meet and greet that the the actual meet and greet in person I didn't think looked 
anywhere near as bad as the photos suggested it does. Which photo? This photo or the or just generally photos? Generally, generally. Okay, okay. I I think that actually he, he looks pretty good in person. The pose is odd. I was just looking at it actually. The pose is is very Disney princess pose. It is, isn't it? You're right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like Sleeping Beauty or something, or Snow yes. White. Actually. That's a Snow White pose. Yeah, yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? I yeah, I I don't know. I I just feel like if if um, perfectly fine, you know, putting figment on the on the front, it makes a lot of sense. Um, how I haven't done anything done. with the attraction yet, though. But yeah, anyway. I mean, I'll tell you why they put the, the live action version of Figment on the map. Because mm. no one's queuing up to see him. <laughs> so they've got to try and draw people in somehow. Well, I mean, admittedly, I think that when we went to meet him, it was first thing, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. And also the ride was shut for the day. So there was no like traffic coming out of the ride. Yeah. Not that there's an awful lot normally anyway. But it will, it, you know, it picks up kids, doesn't it? Like going, oh, there's the character I want to meet there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I can understand them. I can understand him not being very busy because it's like, well, he's obviously not a character based on the film. So unless you, if you haven't been to the parks before, the, the kids aren't necessarily going to be, aren't necessarily going to be familiar with Figment yeah. as a character. And then the ride itself Obviously, it's like decent, it, you know, kids enjoy it, but it's not a decent attraction to then sort of really sell Figment. Yeah, they definitely need to work. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was that, that there was that um, video a couple of weeks ago where Figment was walking around the Walt Disney Company, the actual building. And oh, yeah. Stopped at Imagineering. And they were like, oh, what's what's Figment up to now? And like, there's rumors that they're working on a film. Oh, okay, okay. Which I'm I'm okay with, but yeah. equally you can't work on a film and not update the attraction. No, absolutely not. Given the state of the the attraction is in, um, like you have to update the attraction, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to do that at the same time. You have you absolutely have to. Yeah, especially especially if they're going. I mean, they should do that anyway. But especially if you're going to be doing a film, which in you know, obviously the idea being that they funnel people into the attraction. Yeah. Then if you've got a really naff attraction, it's like it's not going to deliver. Exactly, exactly. Um, but that's, the, I mean, that's the rumor at the minute. I mean, it makes sense. It seemed like a weird thing to do if they weren't doing anything with Figment. Yeah, have they have they ever done a Figment film before? No, they've done a comic series. Okay, okay. Which I've got, obviously. Naturally. Um, um, not, not a film. There's, I, I want to say there's been some cartoons maybe before. Right. But nothing. Uh, I don't. Nothing that's on Disney Plus, but yeah, I mean, I I think a film would work really well. Yeah, I mean, it's to to a degree, it's surprising they haven't done that before. Like, you could you imagine, like in the nineties when they're churning out all these animated films, a lot of them were, you know, there's a lot of questionable stuff in there. Oh, it's the surprising late, the they didn't sort of lean on that. Dreadful. Sorry, what was that? Late eighties for Disney was dreadful, and and then you had all of the straight mm. to sequel videos in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising um, they didn't pull didn't the figment into one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. but I'd be Either up that for like they a... did, and it just disappeared into the depths. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd be, I'd be happy for them to do a film, but there's been no official announcement. Yeah, as of yeah. So yeah, world, world celebration gardens. Um, alongside that, another positive 
is they finally got rid of the park loop that obviously you know took over from the interventions park loop rest in peace mm-hmm. best theme park music i think ever made yeah and they've replaced it with a new um theme um that made its debut last week um i've listened to a bit of it i've not listened to the full kind of hour loop yet but it sounds very epcot i think they've absolutely nailed it yeah it does it does to be fair um i, I it felt Certain bits of it from the little bit that you played me was very sort of obviously it is Disney, but it felt felt very Disney like. Yeah. Rather more less so than Epcot like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are definitely parts there were parts of it as well that I was listening to that sound almost a bit Animal Kingdom like. Yeah. But and, and I will listen to the full hour, but um it it's a massive improvement on basically using songs that were in BBC and Netflix nature documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, from what I heard, it was it's definitely an improvement. So that's a positive step, isn't it? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's gone in in the new area, but also in, in as you're walking into the park as well. So by the entrance, so the 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 playlist of nature songs that um, was there before has completely gone from what I understand throughout the park, which is, you know, I think it fit, it fit quite well when I was there earlier this year. Though those songs did fit quite nicely, but. I think original music is always better for a theme park. Yeah. Especially yeah, one like Epcot. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm looking forward to uh, sitting on a rusty bench and taking that those songs in uh, when I'm back next year. <laughs> you just have to bring like a, a, I don't know, like a wet wipe or something to wipe your shorts afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe that's all like figment wet wipes or something. There you go. Maybe that's what they're, maybe that's what they're going for. <laughs> I mean, if that's what they're doing, Disney's making a fortune. Yeah, yeah. It would. Um, I would not put it past them. No, no, no. Uh, oh, rusty, rusty pants. Have you got? Well, can I interest you in a figment wet wipe for five dollars? Yeah, plus tax. Oh, major, major pants purple has it. Well, can I interest you in a, a spaceship Earth wet wipe for five dollars? <laughs> um, although, so. There's definitely been mixed reviews, as we said. Nighttime, great. During the day, not so much. Mm-hmm. But there are reports that some of the ground lights are already malfunctioning and breaking. It's been open like three days. Right. <laughs> Which is, and, uh, yeah, quite surprising. Yeah, because, I mean, basically, from the picture that we've got here, it's basically like an entire strip. Yes. Um, it has gone out. Um, yeah. I mean, Which is- I... Does it say anything on this about whether they've repaired it? I don't know. No, there's no reports of it being repaired yet. I mean, so it's two days after it opened. Okay. And it's, yeah, it's just completely broken. I mean, hopefully it's, hopefully it's just a case of, like, it wasn't fitted properly. Like, there was some, and, like, people walking on it has, has done something to it or something. Um, I mean, yeah, two days, like, you're going to be... There's going to be some issues, but yeah, some teething problems, aren't there? But the the other thing is, for a few lights in the ground, some light towers, and a garden with some benches and lanterns. Mm-hmm. This took Disney four years. Yes, <laughs> I mean, let's we we can't move on without touching on that. Yeah, that is very true. Um, so does does that are there, are there any construction walls up 
now or they all come down yes there are construction walls up because and this kind of links in um with the the final part of well the second second to last part about epcot is that they've delayed uh communicore hall and communicore plaza until 2024 so this is where you're going to be like meeting um mickey and friends oh okay okay so, so that are... bit that bit still walled off yes it was meant to be opening with this and they've delayed it right okay okay so four years wasn't quite enough yeah exactly not quite enough to build i mean that two warehouses essentially yeah they did they did flatten it completely didn't they it's not like they yeah they did the shell yeah but but even still apparently they there were issues with they had to sort like monorail beams out they also had to like clear an underground tunnel or something um but i feel like even then and covid mm-hmm. even then four years is a long old time to put a garden in place with a few lights yeah it's a very long time um i mean it's a very long time to do all of that stuff i mean you let's know. be honest yeah what they should have done is rang, rung up alan titchmarsh and nick Knowles, <laughs> and it would have been done in 20 in 24 hours there you go there you go i mean you can't argue with that epcot sos yeah let's <laughs> not just limited to epcot let's call it disney sos <laughs> sos yeah right there's there's a lot of things that need a, that need a hand it, um, it would uh, it would take two days but sadly you would get nick nick Knowles playing a song on his guitar afterwards <laughs> and that's uh that's something that nobody needs maybe i mean maybe epcot 10 points in is is the only way that you could potentially enjoy that music uh, maybe maybe i mean i don't feel it yeah there's there's got to be a, there's got to be a number but it's got to be a high number i mean this is quite a little uh this is quite a, a kind of nod back to our sister old sister podcast where we did a whole episode dedicated to nick Knoll's album which was horrendous oh did we i don't remember that yeah well thankfully you don't because <laughs> i do <laughs> repress the memory clearly <laughs> it's terrible yeah, I know because I, I I know he's done the album, but I didn't remember that we'd uh, yeah, <laughs> got into all... it at length. Yeah, we did, we did. Um, oh. Yeah, so Community Core and, and Hall and Plaza is going to be delayed until twenty twenty four. Haven't given a date, um, but that's where you're going to be meeting Mickey and friends. There's also going to be uh, a demo kitchen, gallery space, mixology bar, um, and a stage for live performances. None of which sound that time consuming. No. I mean, can we just comment on how crap that name is as well? Communicore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? I mean, if you're going to just call it Community Hall and Plaza. Yeah, but then I, it wouldn't be Epcot, would it? Yeah, but I don't know, that's just a really bad name. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Um, but I mean, ho- I, I would expect that to be open by the spring. Um, I mean, do we have any idea? Well, it's supposed to open in December. Okay. I mean, I I, I don't feel like that means anything for uh, for Disney. I just don't understand how this has taken four years. I really don't. And and there were people going, oh, but COVID. Oh, Hmm. but, you know, but they were building outside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know Disney stopped all of their building work, didn't they, basically? They did. But... Which I don't know why, because obviously Universal didn't stop all of their building work. They, the they certainly didn't. Outside. Yeah, they certainly didn't stop it for as long as Disney did. 
Um, they, they, I think they progressed with um, outside development work, which is why Velocicoaster was finished. Right. Okay. And then a lot of the, I think they they paused on Epic, but I mean Epic Universe, they're, they're literally building an entire theme park in the t- time it takes for Disney to build a garden. Yeah, which is utter madness, isn't it? This, I, I just don't think there's any defending Disney in this. I, I, I'd love to be able to say, oh, you know, it's because of the, it's because the end result just looks so good. It doesn't. I mean, it looks great as as we said during the evening, but during the day, it just looks pants. It's not. It's not four years of good. No, I mean from the photos. Again, happy to be proved wrong in person. Like I was proved Mm. wrong with um, Connections Eatery and Connections Cafe. I think they're fantastic locations. I think the shop is fantastic as well. Um, So I could be proved wrong here, but the photos don't make it look great during the day. No, and and I still don't think you'd be proved wrong on the four years. No, whatever is there is not going to be worth the four years that it took it took to put it there yeah Um, i mean an ex-imagineer commented actually on on twitter and was just like basically like what in the sweet jesus is this (laughs) he's like where is the color like where is like you know all of this this and this yeah and he was basically like head in his hands going what the hell has zach ridley and team done I mean, the colors. The color is at night, which is you think okay, but you know, it, there's no it, like flowers it during the day as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the he was saying like the flower choices and stuff that they've used um, during the day are quite dull. Okay, which I don't know if that. I mean, whether that will change over time, but you would have thought that they would be able to put that in straight away, wouldn't you? They've had four years to grow it in, like living with the land. <laughs> They've got an attraction to grow stuff in, Dan. Literally around the corner. Yeah, because I was, I was just looking. Actually, I was looking at that picture that I sent you um, a couple of days ago, and yeah. I was, I was thinking, like, thinking that the shrubbery looked a bit, looked rather dull, and yeah, it does. It does. There's yeah. not a lot of color to it. He was basically like, if I was in charge of this, that this would not like, like, even if the brief was this. Mm-hmm. There'll be some colour to the to to the flowers and the, the, the shrubbery. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, happy to be proved wrong in person. But yeah, Dreamers Point is there with Walt Disney, World Celebration Gardens is there, um, in you know, whatever capacity they've opened it in. But there are a couple of delays moving into 2024. And then the last thing we want to kind of talk about on um Epcot is everyone's favorite show name, Luminous the Symphony of Us. Has made its debut. Mm-hmm. Terrible name. Yeah. And it's had some mixed reviews. Okay. How surprising. Have they already shipped her off the barges already? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are saying, I think, and I've not seen the show. I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I've seen photos and things and looked at reviews, but I've not watched the show. Mm-hmm. People are saying, broadly, fireworks, incredible. Like most fireworks that are now on property are at this show. Um, okay. Original story, fantastic. The use of the old um, illuminations, kind of rockets that go off per country, amazing. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, those are the those are kind of the pros. Uh, and like, there's a couple of origin, original songs as well, figment features as well. So like, those are all pros. The biggest con is the Disney music that's used throughout. They're like, everyone's like, Half of the show just feels like it belongs in Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. Okay, so and there's a lot like, of... Why is it that every Disney show needs a rendition of Friend Like Me? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So th uh, that's the main negative that, that I think isn't really resonating with people. It, okay. In the, it feels like half of it is there, and then the other half they've fallen back on the back library, which I get. Like I mean, we said it before. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of got why they were doing it, but it just didn't seem to work. So I'm, I'd be interested to see in person next year whether this mix of original story plus original music and Disney music is going to work or not. Yeah, because it does it does feel very out of place in Epcot, but I don't know if that's obviously they have been introducing more and more IP into Epcot yeah. over recent years, but it still feels predominantly like unique. Epcot does obviously they've got quite a few rides dotted around, but the bulk of it feels yeah unique. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it does, it does, and I think. I mean, a couple of things with this one. The barges don't stay there all day. They go in and out like they used to with Illuminations, which is good. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's positive. Great to have the view of the well, um, World Showcase Lagoon back. Yeah. But I think a lot of people were just saying, well, why why did you not just bring back Illuminations and add a bit to it? <laughs> like, <laughs> that show was always full every night. Yeah. They've had one massive failure that must have cost millions Oh yeah, absolutely. Easily. Easily, this one. If this one goes wrong, it's, I think it's still early days to be able to see what people. Because most of the people that have seen it so far are hardcore Epcot fans or vloggers, mm -hmm. neither of which you can really trust to give you the opinion of the general park guest. Yeah, it, myself, it will really, it will really be come down to a numbers game, won't it? To see like yeah. how how many people are coming to see the show versus going to see the show in Magic Kingdom. Um, it, it or, also like the um, the surveys that they send out afterwards. Yeah, it will come down to those kind of guest responses and things um, as well. But I mean, I'm 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 hopeful that the show is decent. But I think they, by the sounds of it, they've relied too much on Disney music again. Okay, okay. Which I mean, hopefully, if if that was a thing, then they could, in theory, change that. Yeah, like like without without a huge amount of effort, they could change that if they wanted to. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely, um, but I, I do think that the 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 story is meant to be good. The fireworks are meant to be insane. So, which is which is nice to see because obviously I feel like I feel like the show Magic Kingdom um, relies too much on projections these days, and there's yeah. not enough fireworks. I it, def it definitely improved when they brought back Happily Ever After. Yeah, because is, is, is that still the current show? Isn't it? That is still the current show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely. I, I, I'm sure they increased the number of fireworks that they had when they brought it back, which was was an improvement. Um, but yeah, it is nice to see a show that's more reliant on fireworks and that sort of thing rather than projections. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, the other thing there was that a lot of people apparently just in absolute bits because halfway during the show they they bring in when she loved me from Toy Story two. Right, okay, yeah. It's an odd song choice to put into the middle of your fireworks <laughs> end of day spectacular. It kind of brings the, the, the mood down, doesn't it, a little bit, and slows, think, slows the whole thing down. But I think it's, it's supposed to, because I think that segment, segment of the show is about loss and loneliness. Oh, okay, okay. Um, which, again, feels like a weird topic to, to touch on. <laughs> it's like, maybe it's like loss of the... Thousand dollars that you paid for your family to get into the park. <laughs> well, that's why that's why all the dads are crying. 
Yeah, yeah. Wearing their t-shirts like world's most expensive day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that's everything on Epcot. I mean, I'm again, I'm I'm excited to go and see all this new stuff. I'm always excited to see new stuff at Epcot. I will mm-hmm. reserve my real opinion to, to when I see it, but I'm just pleased that the, the construction walls are coming down. As we move into spring next year, hopefully every construction wall at Epcot will be down and we'll finally see the reimagined park in all its glory or half glory, whatever people decide it is. Um, and the next, I'm really hoping that the next project is the Imagination Pavilion, including the Pixar shorts that are there for some reason. I still don't yes. understand why they have not just put Captain EO or Honey, I Shrunk the Audience back in there. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. But I'm I'm hoping that that's the plan next for Epcot. They take that section of the park and they just completely revamp it. Include like yeah. keep Figment 100%. They've got to keep Figment in, in an attraction. But like let's make that whole section themed around Figment and imagination. You know, put Inside Out in there as well, like whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But they've got to do something with it. Yeah, it definitely feels like that's... Uh, one of the standout areas of the park that needs a lot of attention. Um, well, you've got that. You've got. I mean, Test Track is going through a, a redevelopment at some point, right? No confidence. Potentially, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth is basically. I right. mean, every time it rains, it's leaking. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, got... the, in theory, they had plans on the table for it. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... Wonders of Life Pavilion as well. I mean, that's just sits kind of sat half built into play pavilion as far as we know yeah you know, the whole section of the park is just there with nothing in it yeah there's just been well it's been lost to the covid cutbacks isn't it yeah but it's, it's such a shame because it's such a it's such a big space mm. it's huge in there like there was you know there's room for an attraction in it multiple attractions in there there's there's loads you can be doing in that space so i, I hope in the next well you know Iger's grand plans of spending billions in the theme parks. I be- again believe it when I see it. Hopefully, includes something in the what old ones of life building, spacey birth, imagination, test track, and then I think that's it. Got done really, unless they yeah. want to proceed with like previous plans for having an attraction in like the Germany Pavilion. You've got that show building that exists there that they mm-hmm. never opened an attraction for. Things like that, like maybe. But yeah. obviously, there was things for the UK Pavilion as well, wasn't there? The Mary Poppins roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but yeah. No, no, that would have been... I'm kind of pleased they scrapped that, to be honest. Yeah. I also think they were banking on making more Mary Poppins films, and that film didn't do as well as they'd hoped. Uh, What, the one with Emily Blunt? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen it. I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Okay. It's I, it's worth a watch, but I don't. I think it did all right, but not yeah. enough to suddenly green light two or three sequels. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean the the amount of stuff that they're green lighting these days, and the questionable quality of the things that they're green lighting these days, you wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. Well, what's funny is this this week, um, Bob Iger said we're not going to just green light sequels anymore unless we've got a real reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've recently given the green light to Toy Story Five. We've got yeah. Inside Out two coming next year. We've got a prequel to The Lion King. Who need? Who knew we needed that coming out? Oh yeah, is that like a Mufasa, Mufasa story film. or something? Yeah. It's like who, really? Yeah, like who? Why do we need that? Yeah, and you've all he's lit. They literally just green lit the day after. I think he said that uh, Maleficent three. <laughs> okay, okay. 
the, the second one did not sit well with most people. I thought the first one was terrible. I know a lot of people I didn't, didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mind the first one. I don't think. Again, I don't think I've seen the second one. The second one did or, not last well at all. I can't remember if I've seen it or not now. Actually, I've definitely seen the first one, which and I and I quite enjoyed the first one, which would make me think that I may have seen the second one. Mm. But clearly, it didn't uh, didn't leave much of an impression. If I did, so about yeah, apparently they're working on a third. Okay, I mean, I, I, I mean, he says he says that unless there's a good reason for it, and it was like the good reason is money. Yeah, Angelina Jolie wants to make another one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the. Uh, I mean, I think basically the only films that she's made in the last like ten years. I think so. I mean, I, I don't particularly remember others. No. Well, should we move on to? I mean, while we're talking about Iger, yeah, yeah, let's talk about what what's happening with Elon Musk as he, I I would say, quite rapidly descends into madness. Um. Yes. Or further into madness, maybe. I was going to say it, it. You say rapid, but it's it's been a it's been a long journey. It's it's an absolute car crash and not one obviously in his new um cyber truck because they don't crumple so he'll be fine yeah every the thing that he's hit is destroyed (laughs) whether that be a person or whether that be a brick wall or whatever yes yeah Yeah. exactly the truck that will never be allowed to be sold in europe because yeah because it's unsafe because yeah if it hits a pedestrian they're dead yeah no matter if it's going 10 miles an hour or 100 yeah, because either way, they're going to get cut on one of the sharp edges of the uh, stainless yeah. steel, whatever it is. Yeah, you might be able to uh, shoot a gun at it, but you know, yeah. don't walk out in front of it, even if it's going two point five miles an hour. No, because I mean, because as I've seen in in like reviews, the the driver can't even see the front of the car. No, like <laughs> the dashboard is so big, you can't see the front of the you can't see the front of the of the actual car um so yeah it is it's like i mean i've said this to you before but like it looks like a failed idea for the original robocop film yes it does doesn't it it looks like he's gone i really love that movie robocop what if we turned that aesthetic into a a car I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely like he's come up with that design, right? Because no self-respecting car designer would design that. I mean, it's literally like, and I actually, I, I tweeted this to him. I, I constantly tweet this to him because it's funny. Um, whenever he talks about it, is the 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 car that Homer Simpson designs? <laughs> yes, which actually has more curves than <laughs> it does. Cybertruck better than the Cybertruck and yeah. costs less money. Yeah. But, I mean, the reason we're talking about Elon Musk, in case you don't know, is because, I mean, he told Bob Iger to go fudge himself. Yeah. But directly. Directly. I mean, Bob Iger was at the same event he was talking at. He wasn't He wasn't in the crowd, but he was at the same event. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why would he be in the crowd? Why would anyone go and watch this man speak? Because he's an absolute nutcase. Um, <laughs> but he told, him to go, he told him to go fudge himself because... Disney has pulled advertising from Twitter or X. Yeah. Disney, amongst many others. Yeah, and, and I think he's just completely deluded at this point because, I mean, we both use Twitter 
I, I use it a lot. I mean, you. I mean, mm. I know you, you go on it probably on a daily basis. I'm more of a browser, yeah. And I'd say easily, like since he's taken over, I've blocked more accounts than I have in the past like 15 years. Yes, that absolutely, and that and that's a con- I mean that's a combination of people spouting absolute rubbish, and also absolute rubbish ads. It's mainly the ad accounts. I can I can kind of take someone talking nonsense because I find it funny, but it I probably block I probably block maybe twenty accounts a week through, mm. and it's all just terrible ads like yes. drop shipping, like cryptocurrency, yeah, just terrible. And I, I I don't quite know what he's done. I mean, obviously he's chased away all the advertisers, and the reason he has suddenly started swearing at disney i mean the, the other thing he said is literally today or yesterday uh disney boss should be fired immediately um he called him uh bob eager with an e i don't know if you he spelled mm. it wrong i didn't see that but just hilarious um so he's literally like oh you should fire him because they're not advertising on my platform i mean yeah what, which, who does he think he is which is baffling because if anything i mean twitter and i, I will keep calling it twitter um, yeah twitter is quite a small social media platform in the grand scheme of things it it has yeah. somewhere what 250 to 300 million users yeah. um and it's a case of whether those are actually real users or not but also based on the ads and the people that i'm seeing i'd say probably 40 percent of them aren't yeah and it's also one of these ones where it's got let's say let's be generous and say it's got 300 million users it's actually a very small percentage of users actually contribute to the content on the web on the site yeah um and so you kind of think well are disney are disney actually benefiting a vast amount by advertising on twitter and then especially when you start getting very controversial comments from musk which yeah. I think I think is one of the things because he retweeted something or commented on something, didn't he? That I think was that was the controversial. Main yeah, I think. But then, think and then there was also a there was also some sort of marketing report. There was some report released by some third party that basically said there was like these adverts were appearing alongside like hate hate comment hate tweets yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Basically, so I don't know if it's a combination of the of the two. Um, that prompted it's not just Disney is it there's a lot of companies doing doing it and also like him calling out such a powerful not just company but CEO yeah is only going to encourage more sound of mind business people to go Mm. I don't think this is the platform for me no and and the vast majority obviously the vast majority of people outside of Elon Musk as in business owners are smart people they you know they don't want to damage their reputation and things like that which is the main thing it's like he he accused them of blackmailing him it's like no they're just they're just not using they're just not paying to advertise on your platform it's it's completely their choice yeah they're not asking you to do anything no they're they're literally just not doing not advertising because they don't want to damage their reputation if if it's at risk I mean, my like boring job thing for a second. My job is head of marketing. Therefore, I I control budget for exactly this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Twitter, by a long distance, would be the last platform that I would spend any money on, as a yeah. as a as the brand that I work with. Quite yeah. quite. A yeah, which 
yeah i i yeah it is baffling and it, it doesn't surprise you it, it's it doesn't surprise me that there were there were posts i think around the time that he said this which basically saying could twitter go bankrupt because obviously i think alongside yeah. the comments where he was like berating bob Iger, he said something on the lines of you know we could go bust if this if this goes on because obviously the vast majority of their income is from advertising and it always well, has yeah. been and then you've got all these blue tick premium users that are making money from I, th- I think I'd say the large majority is just tweeting nonsense and like mm. really controversial stuff to get views yeah like, that's not sustainable if he's not getting the advertising revenue no I was very confused by that because they introduced the blue tick and they were like oh it's a revenue it's you know it's a way of earning more revenue and then they also like a few months later they then started paying people money for for getting you know interactions and it's kind of like well that then goes against the fact that you're trying to earn money yeah so yeah i don't quite understand it but i mean he literally um, said walt is turning in his this is what he tweeted walt is turning in his grave over what bob has done to his company <laughs> like he knew walt disney like he knew walt disney personally yeah yeah and and i don't know what he's actually accusing him of doing to the company apart from the fact that he's not advertising on twitter He's not accusing him of doing anything. He's just yeah. upset, isn't he? He yeah. cannot contain his emotions. No, absolutely not. And it, it, and the ridiculous thing is, obviously, like yes, he's he owns Twitter, but he's not he's not CEO anymore. No, because obviously, you know, uh, after doing so many controversial things when he was CEO, um, but he still manages to cause problems for the company, even though he's not actually like directly running it anymore. It's it's yeah. just it's just baffling. It, it really is, and and I and I do think that Twitter's time is is going to come very soon, unless the CEO mm. says, "Mate, can you just stop?" Yeah, just stop. Yeah, I think I think they're they. It wouldn't surprise me if they were struggling, like financially. Um, oh, definitely and, and it, I'm sure it will come to a head at some point. Yeah, um, but, I mean that's why we, that's that's why we want to talk about it. It's Disney related, um, and both Dan and I really don't like the man. So <laughs> any excuse to to uh, rip into him is always welcome on this show. And Elon, if you're listening, please come onto the show, and we'd love to talk to you personally and tell you what. I'm not sure I would. I really don't think I would. It's funny, like it, the way he talks is like it's so, like fake clever as well. But mm. he definitely like puts on a voice to make himself himself sound cleverer than he is. I yeah, I I just I don't understand how. I genuinely don't understand how you can you can have gathered that much wealth, and then at the same time he he pulls all the stuff that he's been doing with Twitter and everything like that. And you think, how, how can you still be revered by people? I know it is. Yeah. It, is weird. It's, it's it reminds strange. me, see what he reminds me of is, mm. um, Denim from IT crowd. Where he's like, yeah. I started this company on nothing and $10 million from my father. <laughs> yeah. That's is, is exactly Denim, it. Is Denim the one that jumps out the window? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. 
He's like, I started this company from nothing and a large and a large donation from my father. <laughs> That's exactly how he started as well. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was like a wasn't diamonds, was it? Yeah, I'm sure was it was diamonds. Like... I was trying. Or was it emeralds? Well, I can't it remember. It was like... it was some precious stone mine in South Africa. He's come from money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's yeah. invested that money in companies that were already that, yeah. that had already established and had an idea. Yeah, and then he claimed the idea as his own. The only idea he's really had is X, and that's not going very well. <laughs> that's not an idea. No, it's not an idea. Oh dear. Anyway, uh, moving away mm. from Musk to Disney's next big thing, which seems to be investing in real estate. Um, this is the second place they've mm. announced they're going to be building called um, Asteria, um, which sounds very Desperate Housewives, doesn't it? Um, yeah, is that is that Wisteria? Yeah, I think it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, I'm not, not sure that's right. But yeah. I think, As- I think... Asteria is very close to Asterisk. Yes. Or isn't, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the character like the, the French Dutch... one? Yeah, I was French. I was going to say Dutch. Yeah. No, because there's a theme park in France, isn't there? Yeah. What's but that yeah. name? That's very close to that, isn't That's it? Big, yeah. Yeah. Very close. Um, but they're announcing a new com- community in North Carolina, um, on top of the one that's under construction in California. And I, I get it. Like, they're buying land, building on it. It's 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 making yeah. money. Like The best probably investment you can make is mm-hmm. buying a land and building on it. But I don't really like who's who wants to live here. It's just, I mean, celebration. Obviously, you've been to works very well. Yeah, I, guess I was going to say. But you're not near the parks, which kind of feel like you're just in the middle of North Carolina, staying at a Disney-owned. Like, well, you say staying, but you're you're living there, presumably. Sorry, yeah, right? you're, yeah, yeah, you're living at a Disney-owned real estate place, just in the middle of North Carolina. Yeah, I feel like. It'll be interesting to see how it go, how it works. Because obviously, as you say, you're you're not near the parks. Obviously, that is an advantage of celebration, um, because obviously, I feel like there's probably a premium that they can put on the property prices because oh, yeah. they're because they're Disney. Whether that is as premium as celebration, because obviously celebration is so close to the parks, and you're obviously attracting a a, a specific audience. That, that are Disney fans um, to that kind of area. Disney fans with money. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of works for this. But they're definitely like, I can see, I can see that, I can see why they do it. Because as you say, you build a house and it will cost the same amount to build the house wherever you build it within reason. And that'll make, that'll make twice as much because Disney have, have built it. Yes, exactly. So they're in a, they're in a very good position to do that. Because in my mind, I was thinking, like, why would you build it under the Disney name? If you're going to do that, okay, fair enough. But they obviously want to build it under the Disney name so they can put the premium on it. Yeah, and there'll be, like, I mean, I think in the concept art, there's maybe, like, um, it looks like there's, like, a little wave pool or something. Like, there'll be Disney touches to the the kind of community that they build. But it does worry me that Imagineers are being pulled on projects like this. They've, They've already said that Imagineers are involved in it. Right. Um, how much of this, you know, almost infinite billion that 
Bob Iger said he's spending in the next 10 years is are going on projects like this rather than the theme parks. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I think that's a concern as well. I mean, Imagineering aren't pumping out the best work as it is at the minute. They're let alone, thin. Let alone being distracted by random property developments in random states. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how how much would actually be involved in that because you, you think sh- they're obviously not going to have as many. You would assume that they, they won't have as many Imagineers working on something like that compared to a project within the parks. Because you think- no, you wouldn't think so because obviously there will be Disney elements to it. There will be like touches of like Matt, Mickey and things like that, but that's that's it. You imagine it's going to be it's going to be touches. It's mm. not going to be like extensive. You wouldn't thought. Think- um, so that's that one. And then just before we finish, a couple of bits from Universal. Um, the the kind of two value resorts that, that Universal's building in anticipation for Epic Universe, uh, mm-hmm. Stella Nova and Terra Luna, um, are opening in January 2025. Um, and they've released some of the pricing already. Uh, sorry, there's Stella Nova will open in uh, January 2025. I don't think there's a date for uh terra luna okay. i'm not sure what the names but no they're very they're very moon like aren't they yeah very, looks, I mean, very spacey the, the buildings look very spacey i think the rooms look quite spacey as well um that, so looks, I do... like, that looks that that picture there that you got obviously the you listeners can't hear it they can't, can't see it can't see it it looks very mib yeah, it does actually. You're right, <laughs> but it's it does like, look quite spacey. Yes, I know what you mean. So I definitely they, they both have a space um, space theme, um, but they have announced that the pricing varies from it looks like 168 dollars a night if you're staying multiple nights, 210 dollars if you're staying for one night. That is around kind of like the, the late February time, mm-hmm. so they've only looked at pricing for around then, but. Quite reasonable for a new hotel. It's definitely they're definitely going for the value price for sure. You can, yeah. I mean, prices are definitely value. Um, but if, if, if Universal's existing value hotels are anything to go by, these are going to be two fantastic additions to their already growing, rapidly growing hotels that sit in the Universal Orlando kind of resort. Yeah, I don't think you can fault their value resorts. Like they are, they're they're very good quality for what um, for the price that you pay. Um, it is interesting how they do keep churning out the value resorts. Obviously, they do have some some higher value ones already. Obviously, they've got hard. Well, they're rock, building Portofino. They are building another one, aren't they? An Epic Universe that's going to be a. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, that does make sense. Basically, yeah. it's basically on property. Yeah, um, which I suppose that, is, that I suppose that makes sense, doesn't it? Because you would put the, obviously, a selling point of the higher value ones is that they are closer to the parks. Yeah. So yeah. it, it does make sense. Um but yeah, I mean you know, I, I would be I would certainly look to stay in one of these one of the new resorts as well. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean I, I'm definitely planning on going to Epic University in twenty twenty five. Yeah, if um, if I can. I think you know, me and you have talked about potentially going out there for a few days and and, and hitting mm-hmm. the, the park, maybe not day one, but like within a month or so. Yeah. Um and the and these resorts will certainly be on the list to look at. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then finally, uh, Donkey Kong Roller Coaster has been confirmed. The name has been confirmed for Japan. 
Um, it's opening in 2024, spring 2024. Um, and the name, which I'm just trying to recall, is Minecart Madness. Um, and alongside that, they've announced um, that they're going to be adding two Donkey Kong-themed power-up bands, one themed to Donkey Kong, one themed to Diddy Kong. And, I mean, the reason we're talking about this, I think Japan, obviously, you know, definitely excites us both. I want to get over there at some point anyway. But the Donkey Kong roller coaster has been confirmed for Universal's Epic Universe. We can already see aerial shots of it being built. Um, so we would expect this, the same name as well. And mm -hmm. you'd expect to see those power-up bands in the stores day one, I would think. I, I wonder how well they're doing with the power-up bands. Hmm. Like, I feel I I guess they I guess they'll probably sell quite a lot of them to begin with, but I wonder how long that will last. Because obviously, like you'll get a lot of people that'll be like, "Oh, you know, it's a gimmick," you know that that sort of thing. It's something to yeah. something to have a souvenir, but it makes you wonder how long it will last long term. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. They don't seem. I mean, they're not as useful as magic bands because you can only use them in that one land. Yeah, yeah. So. I question their shelf life. Yeah, but I'm I mean, sure I'll they'll try and make as much money as they can from them. Yeah, I mean, I'll get one for sure. But yeah. will I use it beyond maybe the third or fourth time I go? Because probably not. I'll probably just want to do the ride. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. It'll be something that you just kind of like. You just won't bother bringing. I would yeah, after a few times. I think the true test will be whether Piper and Phoenix get into Mario, um, because they're they're the perfect age to be interacting with that kind of stuff. Well, Phoenix mm -hmm. isn't yet but by the time yeah. 2025 comes around he probably will be yeah so you know i think that's i think up until this point it's mostly you know the vloggers and hardcore fans that use it but you know i think it'd be interesting to see what what my kids end up doing whether they want to use it or stuff uh, you yeah. know already <laughs> piper loves harry potter and would probably if we were going would want to buy an interactive wand and use all the spells and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no point taking her. I mean, we said this before, there's no point taking her to Universal at the minute. She can't ride anything. But um, in a couple of years, we, we'll definitely be going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it, it would also be interesting to see how the the bands take in the US versus Japan. Like, I wonder if they'll be more popular in one side or the other. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see for sure mm. whether they'll offer more characters as well. Yeah, I think yeah, it'd be smart. There's a lot more, not knowledge like... in Nintendo, but I think a lot more variety in what the what American audiences would necessarily. Um... There's probably I feel like there's also more tourist money. Yeah, getting thrown around. Um... And so, so more likely to if if they if they offer a big selection, then then it feels like they're more likely to sell repeat to repeat customers potentially. I don't know, just speculating. Yeah, I think you're probably right, actually. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it for this week. Um, if you've enjoyed today's show, please do leave us a review, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return.